Welcome to Wednesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Before we get started today, I've got to do a quick shout out to Ethan and Eli, who every single morning, they remind their mom, Lindsay, that they have to listen to the Morning Show Podcast before they listen to anything else on their way to school. I love them. But coming up in the core four, going to have some bad news if you were expecting some relief at the pump. But good news if you want to help save the world and you like music. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Wednesday, May 18th, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Pentagon officials testified at the first public UFO hearing in more than 50 years. During the congressional hearing, top Pentagon officers said the number of unidentified aerial phenomena reported by pilots and service members had grown to about 400. Andre Carson, a Democratic rep from Indiana, who is also the chairman of the House Intelligence Subcommittee on Counterintelligence, Counterterrorism, and Counterproliferation. Ooh, that was a lot. Uh, it is a lot. Said that UAPs, or UFOs, are a potential national security threat and that they need to be treated as one. I feel like I've seen this movie before. Yeah, it was called Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. He also explained that the stigma associated with UAPs has gotten in the way of good intelligence analysis. For so many years, pilots avoided reporting when they saw them or were laughed at when they did. And according to this hearing, UFOs, or UAPs, are very real, and they need to be investigated. But that doesn't mean there are extraterrestrial beings flying around in our airspace. But what are they? Yeah, so what does that mean? Well, 144 of the reports were proven to be a large deflating balloon. Probably from a gender reveal party of some sort. <laughs> Probably. But the others remain a mystery. And last November, the Pentagon established the Airborne Object Identification and Management synchronization group to succeed the Navy's UAP task force with the intention of better reporting and investigation of incidents and also torturing those of us who need to say the name of all of these groups that they're making. Yesterday, I told you about some of the most attention-grabbing primary races taking place across the country, and three of those four races seem to have been decided first. In North Carolina, where Madison Cawthorn, the Trump-endorsed freshman representative, who claimed senior politicians invited him to drug-fueled swinger parties, <laughs> lost his party's nomination to represent the 11th district of the Tar Heel State. In Idaho, the incumbent Republican governor, Brad Little, won his party's nomination over his more right-leaning and Trump-supported lieutenant governor. He will once again represent the Republicans in the Gem State's general election in November. And finally, two updates from Pennsylvania. The Democratic nominee for the open Senate seat in the Keystone State went to John Fetterman, who suffered a stroke on Friday and was still home recovering while ballots were being cast in his name. Now, he will need to wait to see who he takes on in the general election in November because the race between Dr. Oz and the hedge fund CEO is still too close to call. Around 3 a.m. on the East Coast, the race was essentially tied with TV's favorite Turkish heart doctor leading the race by about 1,000 votes. There's still a lot of politicking to be done between now and November, and I hope you appreciate my overuse of state nicknames in this section of the Core Four. The best places to live in the U.S. have been announced, and there's a new city in the number one spot. Albuquerque. No. No, okay. Huntsville, Alabama is the place to be, according to U.S. News & World Report. 
Huntsville beat out Boulder, Colorado, which was number one for the past two years. Oh, wow. Huntsville scored high for affordable housing and quality of life, but the category that pushed it to the top of the list was its high index score for air quality. Okay. So if your job is letting you work from anywhere, consider these other top U.S. cities. Number two was Colorado Springs. Number three is Green Bay, Wisconsin. Number four was Boulder, Colorado. And five, San Jose, California. If you thought all those politicians clamoring about gas prices and inflation were going to do something to protect you from big oil companies, well, I've got some bad news for you. On Monday, Republicans on the House Rules Committee blocked the H.R. 7688 bill. That bill, also known as the Consumer Fuel Price Gouging Prevention Act, would have allowed the Federal Trade Commission to investigate if oil and gas companies are price gouging American consumers, which, fun fact, they most definitely and admittedly are. About a month ago, I had mentioned that the CEO of America's biggest shale producer, admitted that although they can produce more gas, big oil companies have refused to make more gas available, instead deciding to charge more per gallon to please their Wall Street investors. And just this week, for the first time in American history, the gas price in every single state was more than $4 a gallon. That new record in gas prices for consumers is despite the fact that crude oil is almost $10 less per barrel than it was at its highest point back in March. Meanwhile, we're paying almost 50 cents more per gallon in that same time. One of the bill's biggest opponents was Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, a Republican who represents much of Eastern Washington. She called the bill to protect Americans from oil companies a socialist idea and something that is done in a place like Soviet Russia, not here in America. And in a cruel twist of irony, the representatives who blocked the anti-price gouging bill often represent rural parts of the country which have actually been hit hardest by the surging gas prices. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Coldplay is attempting to save the world by harnessing the energy of their fans, and I mean literally, and not in a witch kind of magical way. Okay. The band is currently on tour, and they've added kinetic dance floors and energy-storing stationary bikes in an effort to make the tour more environmentally friendly. So you're supposed to like hop on a bike to power the lights? Basically, each kinetic dance floor can hold dozens of people and electricity is created when movement is made on them. There are even pre-show contests to see which group of fans can generate the most power. I love this. They actually play uh, House of Pain, Jump Around and see which dance floor can make the most power before the show starts. And then each of these stationary bikes can generate an average of 200 watts of energy, which is captured in batteries that actually run elements of the show. Oh, wow. Coldplay's goal is to cut their CO2 emissions by 50% from their last tour in 2017. And even while flying for their tour, they're using sustainable aviation fuel, which is certified as renewable waste. And the very second you buy your Coldplay ticket, they are taking a step to save the world by planting a tree for every single ticket. Tonight is the night. Find out what cocktails you'll be toasting with this summer during Seattle Cocktail Club's second annual Ready to Drink Awards hosted by us, me, Anthony, and Carla Marie. Every drink we'll be celebrating tonight comes in a bottle or a can and is ready to drink. No mixers, no garnish, no effort. Just add ice and enjoy. During tonight's special broadcast on Twitch, 
we'll be enjoying some of the ready-to-drink cocktails from On The Rocks, so feel free to grab some yourself and enjoy as you watch along. Before the Best in Show category is announced, we'll have other awards like Best Cocktail to Enjoy by the Pool, Best Camping Cocktail, and we'll break it down by the spirits used in each ready-to-drink cocktail. So if you're a vodka, tequila, or bourbon person, we'll have a ready-to-drink cocktail champion for you. We'll be live on Twitch at 5.30 on the West Coast, 8.30 on the East Coast, twitch.tv slash Anthony, or hit the link in the description of this podcast episode. And please, always remember to drink responsibly. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. Today we are exploring one of my favorite things in the world in Two Second Tunes. What's that? Like old school freestyle music, like freestyle dance. You got to think Damn. late 80s, early 90s, TKA, Lisa Lisa, Judy Torres, did like all of all those. Did you just give all the answers? No, I did not. Okay. I did not. No, I don't think I did at least. <laughs> and before we get into the songs, before we get into each of the clues, Carla Marie, can you please introduce our guests? Yes, we've got sisters, Erica and Marianne. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. So Erica, where are you checking in from? Um, Virginia, Arlington. Okay. And Marianne, where are you? I'm in Staten Island, New York. Have you guys wagered anything? Yeah, we wagered drinks because I'm going to visit her in three weeks. Oh. So where where are you guys going to go for drinks on Staten Island? No, we're going into the city. Ooh, going, oh, to New going York. into the big city. Oh, or the, the big <laughs> apple, as people. As nobody, as nobody <laughs> actually says. Cringe. All right. Who's going first, Carla Marie? Erica. Erica, dialing it all the way back to the early 90s with some freestyle. Why does your mind blank? It's, <laughs> um, it's like a race, a race. Okay, everybody dance now. Oh, CNC Music Factory. One point because it is CNC Music Factory. The title of the song, however, is gonna make you sweat. I did not know that. But they obviously say everybody dance now. Yeah, that's do like they, the biggest part. Do they say gonna make you sweat? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the rest of the song is about how they're oh, gonna make you sweat. Okay. <laughs> All right. One point in Erica's part of round one. Marianne, moving over to you. Here is your two-second tune. Um, oh, I could sing it. Uh, Let's hear oh, it then. We would love, yeah, we'd love that. <laughs> we would love that. It's, uh, come on, ride the train. I know it says choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say ride the train, but I can't think of the artist. Wow, unfortunately, we've got to give you zero points. You were very close. But, Erica, since Marianne got zero points in her part of her round, you actually have an opportunity to steal some points. Oh, my God. This was my le- – I remember loathing this song. What? <laughs> I can I rap the whole rap part or whatever. So All right, so I'm going to go with Quad City DJs, The Train. Damn. Two points. Okay. So two, there would have been – Two correct answers for the song title, by the way. Come on, ride it. And the train are both correct answers on that song. So why did you guys pick this genre of music? Because we said, what do you know? What do you guys love? And you picked freestyle slash 80s, 90s. Why? Well, Marin's my older sister. We're 10 years apart. And I just know that that was her favorite decade of music. And I was the little sister who watched everything she did growing up. So that's how we landed here. And you're currently beating her three to zero. Yeah, the little sister has the lead. (laughs) I I have faith, and this is going to get harder as we go, as we progress through the rounds. No pressure. Back to you for the start of round two. Here is your two-second tune. The lyric, she wakes up every morning just to do her hair now, Um, but she's homeless. What is the, oh my God. Wow. Uh, Lada, oh, 
Lada D. That's all I got for the name. Lada D. You are so close on so many levels. However, you get zero points. Now it does move over to Marianne. If you know the title and or artist of this song. Because I got the Lada D also. I can't get it. No. Well, I've got bad news for both of you. First off, it is wrong. But you were so close because there are actually three correct titles to this oh my song. God. How did it's you... in the hook. First one would have been Gypsy Woman by Crystal Waters. Crystal Waters is the artist. Oh, Second yes. correct answer could have been She's Homeless, which oh, you said, oh, but you, wow. but yeah, you didn't Erica give us the answer. It. And the third correct answer could have been La Da Di, La Da Da. What? You would have had oh. to give us all of them. Not a... There you go. There's the clip that everybody knows. Now, I, I feel like it makes it harder, even though there were like three possible answers. Like, what song, do you go with? It's a song that goes by many names. Okay. Now, we are going over to Marianne's part of round two. Still in round two. Mm-hmm. Here is your two-second tune. Rhythm is a Dancer. CNC Music Factory? One point. Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. Snap. Such a good jam, though. But you got some points on the board. Yep. Hey, that's all I wanted. I'm good. You are on the board <laughs> as we move into the hardest part of the game. This is round three. You're going to really need to know your freestyle music for this one. Erica, moving back over to you to kick it off. Here is your two-second tune. Oh, my God. Take Me Home. And I want to say Lisette Melendez because I feel like they played this at Marianne's Sweet 16. <laughs> Uh, but I was also six. Yeah. Well. So, so I'm going with Lisette Melendez. Take me home. Although you are kind of close. Unfortunately, you get zero points Damn. for that part of your round. Marianne, this is where your comeback can start. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa. And I wonder if you take me home. One point. You were so, so close. I wonder if I take you home. Uh, okay, but this was my jam. In love, baby. All right. What do we got, Carla Marie? So Erica's got three. Marianne has two. And we are still going into Marianne's part of round three. Yeah, it's still anybody's game. So you can win, lose, or push this to a tiebreaker. Okay. The pressure is on. Here is your two-second tune. Show me. (sighs) You said show me. Oh, wait. It's show me, show me if you really love me. Now, as well, as good as you saying that, as well as you saying that, who <laughs> sings the original? Um, it's either, I feel like it's either Expose or Cover Girls. I'm going to say Expose. Oh, you you guessed wrong, but you did get one point. <laughs> oh my God. Show me by the Cover Girls. <laughs> You tied it. You would have won. Okay, but there's a tiebreaker. For the record, one of my all-time favorite songs from that whole genre. Yes. Damn. Okay, three to three. So we are going to play more than two seconds of a song. As the song is playing, the moment you realize you know the song title or the artist, you just buzz in by yelling your own name, and that's how you'll win if you get it right. Marianne's taking her sip of water to make sure she's ready. Erica, do you need to stretch or anything before this starts? I just have to remember my name. Here is the overtime sudden death two-second tune. Marianne. Let the music play by Shannon. Two points and the win. Oh, my God. 
And the older sister wins. Congratulations. Damn. Well, you started off slow, Marianne, but slow and steady sometimes wins the race. Yeah. And you you walked away with the freestyle championship in two second tunes. This was so much fun. I can't thank you guys enough. See, other people need to know. Sign up. It is fun. I'm not going to lie. My heart is palpitating. (laughs) (laughs) So what drink is Erica buying you when you guys go out for uh, for your drinks and in the city. Oh, I don't know. I'm a mimosa girl. So. Oh, damn. All day brunch. Oh, man. A New York City Sunday brunch. I missed that. Erica, even though you lost, <laughs> I do want you to shout out your company because I know it's awesome. It's kind of like a little bonus. What's trending today? Uh, let everyone know what they can shop and where they can shop. Sure. It's Love and Wonder Co. And it's a mixture of an accessory brands and I'm also getting into snarky stationery. <laughs> I love it. Loveandwonder.co is the website and it's Love and Wonder Co. on all social medias. Okay. And we'll also link it in the description of this episode so people can check it out and support small. And shout out to both of you for wearing your You Look Great zip up and crew neck. Or is that a t-shirt? T-shirt. T-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt. For, the, for the game. So we appreciate that. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And thanks, Erica, for uh, signing us up. <laughs> I'll be a loser anytime. Aw. <laughs> if you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. I think we can all agree on the fact that the idea of millions of gallons of chemicals being dumped on our fruits and vegetables, then seeping into our water supply, isn't the most pleasant idea out there. Right, Carla Marie? No. The process has been proven to slowly poison us and is one of the main sources of pollution worldwide. So, what if I was to tell you that researchers may have found an alternative to all those chemical fertilizers being dumped on our crops. That would be awesome. But there's a catch. Of course there is. That replacement is human urine. Nope, I'm out. Well, let me let me be clear. First <laughs> off, the chemicals. I am not telling anyone to go relieve yourself on your garden. Your apples. Or someone else's garden. That would be even worse. And it is important to remember that although it might sound gross, like Carla Marie's reaction... Animal waste is really the original fertilizer, mm-hmm. and the idea of transferring human waste to farmlands was actually pretty normal before chemical fertilizer became commonplace. So you could say this idea is really taking us back to our roots. Now, there are experiments being done here in America, as well as South Africa, Ethiopia, Switzerland, Mexico, and France, to figure out how to properly separate urine from our toilets in order to then replace the chemical fertilizers in agriculture. Ah. The idea is actually based on the fact that chemical fertilizers are usually applied in order to add nutrients like nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium to the soil. And luckily, we release all of those nutrients when we go number one. Stop. They're still figuring out the best way to get massive amounts of urine from processing facilities to farmlands, so it's not like we're going to see it in the near future. But the research community seems to agree on the fact that urine is the future of fertilizer. We've been talking about the RTD Awards, but we have another live Twitch event. It's Bingo. We're kicking off Pride Month with Drag Queen Bingo, and it's so much fun. When you sign up, you'll get everything you need to play bingo directly mailed to you. Then you watch the live stream on June 1st as Anthony and I host Bingo with one of our amazing Seattle drag queens. And if you win bingo, you'll get a prize. We've got beach waivers, kits from Young Nails, and, of course, awesome products from our friends at Jackfire. 
which we'll be drinking during bingo. Bingo is live on June 1st at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. We've done this before, and I promise it's so much fun. The link to get your bingo kit is in the description of this episode. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. Marvel has released the trailer for She-Hulk Attorney at Law. It's their newest series that will premiere on Disney+. And in this series, we meet the Hulk's, a.k.a. Bruce Banner's cousin, Jennifer Walters. She plays an attorney who can transform into a Hulk version of herself to help fight villains committing crimes. I suggest watching the trailer. I did, and it's interesting. I just figure at this point, I'm giving everything that Marvel does uh, the benefit of the doubt. Same. However, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, this is badass. I love this. Then I was like, what? Why? Why is it Fiona from Shrek? Like, what is happening? It was just, <laughs> just watch it for yourself. I linked it below in the description of this episode. And it premieres on Disney Plus August 17th. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Kids these days have it so good. Their kiddie pools are so legit. We had a circle. That was it. Just yeah, it was that cir- plastic circle. Yeah. No. These inflatable pools nowadays are no joke. There's a list of the best inflatable pools broken down by category, and some of them have slides. I wasn't in. aware there were more categories than plastic circle. Oh, no. There's all kinds of categories. They even have one that has an inflatable dinosaur, and it shoots water out of it. Then there's one that has a wall that you climb. This is all attached to the pool, inflatable. You climb this wall and you reach the top, which is eight feet tall. And then you slide down the slide. So yes, I'm jealous. And yes, I'll be getting one of these for myself. I put the link in the description of this episode so you can see every single pool that is the best of the best, whether you have kids or you just want to hang out, drink some drinks and sit in your inflatable pool this summer. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning, every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. We made it to the end of another episode of the Morning Show podcast. So thank you very much for spending the last 20 or so minutes with us. And you're more than halfway through your week. So boom, congratulations to that. And don't forget to tune in tonight live on our Twitch stream. It is the RTD Awards, the Ready to Drink Awards. We've teamed up with the Seattle Cocktail Club to bring you the best of the best in the world of canned and bottled cocktails. I just thought of something. What? We are telling everyone the best, you know, canned or bottled ready-to-drink cocktails, right, Mm -hmm. Carla Marie? That's going to be on Twitch tonight. You also just had the great idea of getting one of these really cool, like, uh, kiddie pools. Yes. You could have a phenomenal summer if you combine the two of those together. Absolutely. So that means we are going to live stream from a kiddie pool. One day. One day, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thank you, as always, to our friends Jason Burrows, Lauren Ray, and Mike Meredith, who have helped make this podcast possible. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.